discover the ultimate tool for building your online business. This today's episode on here, build your online business using Groove, is an in-depth look at Groove, the all-in-one incredible software. But come on, folks, it can't all be good news, can it? There's got to be some pros and some cons. Well, let's get in and find out what they are. Over 90% of people who are viewing our videos haven't subscribed. So would you please just hit that subscribe button? It makes such a big difference to us. Uh, if you'd like, follow, share as well, it really helps get our message out there. Thank you. Welcome, everyone. Hey, thank you for that applause. All right, yeah. One of the things is if you don't blow your own trumpet, nobody's going to blow it. So let's blow our own trumpet, folks. Get out there and absolutely blitz it. All right, today's episode, we're talking all things about Groove. Now, for those of you that don't know, what is Groove? Well, Groove is an all-in-one software. We've seen stuff all over the internet saying, you know, you can buy specialist software, you can buy this bit, you can buy that. Everything will do everything on automatic. Chat GPT, AI, it's taking over. But in reality, folks, what do you need to get your business online? You need sales. <laughs> you know, you need to get you the ability to sell something online. And people get in contact with you, order physical goods, or do coaching with you, or whatever your business model is, accessing memberships, paying for PDF downloads, whatever it is, folks. You cannot do any of it without software. You've got to use some sort of software and whether it's 15 different bits of software and you try and meld them all together, mash them together, integrate them, good luck with that. But you know, you need it. You've got to have it. This isn't a nice to have. And when we talk about Groove, Groove is essentially all the bits that your online business will need in order to function, be able to sell, collect the money and give you a business that survives into the future, which means it makes profit. Groove gives you all those tools and it wraps them all in one ecosystem. So it's what they call an all-in-one software. Yeah, so you can go off and find little bits elsewhere for various different companies, but you need lots of those. And, and the secret with Groove is it's got it all. So what sort of things does it have? Well, it has a web page builder. It has email autoresponders. It's got um, e-commerce in there. It's got membership. It's got video hosting. Uh, it's got webinar, the ability to do webinars in there. It's got a huge suite of tools. So you're thinking that's got to be a good start. And you'd be right. It is a good start. And what I want to do in today's episode is, is just sort of give a brutally honest opinion as to what is good and what isn't. What are the things that are annoying me? What are the things that I love about it? Because coming up, folks, in the next podcast episode, we have got the head of product development, uh, the guy who is in charge of making these apps uh, sing and dance, uh, putting cherries on top, 
sorting out major problems, uh, tweaking tiny problems, but he's the, the guy behind uh, Groove and making sure that they can deliver on all of those things. His name is David Lemon. He's an absolute superstar. I love the guy. Uh, he's very honest. You'll love the podcast episode next week. So keep an ear out for that. Yeah. The best thing you can do, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If you're watching on YouTube, hello, uh, subscribe, get, hit the notifications. If it's on your podcast uh, app, your podcast player, make sure you get it so that you'll get that episode straight into your inbox or you'll get notified and all the rest of it. Okay. Let's, let's have a think folks. What is it? It's an all-in-one software. How does it work? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not the sort of uh, coding person. I I can do some. I I do kind of get my head around it. But let's just say it does it. So it enables you to put a website out there on the internet. It allows you to make opt-ins so that you can gather emails. You can then email people. You can send them to your membership site. You can create a membership area where you host all your videos and your content and you can put things in. It, you know, it, it can build a, a an e-commerce store for you. Um, it, it's how it works is it gives you all the tools that any pretty much most businesses would need in order to get out there, meet a customer, attract them in, get them to go through your sales funnel and ultimately make the sale. So it kind of works by bringing all those different aspects together. Why do you need it? Well, as I say, you cannot get an online business if you're not online. The days of opening the window, holding your laptop up to the window and shouting saying, hey folks, have you seen what I, I've got here? I can sell this. You know, you're not going to get a very big audience. So you've got to be online. You've got to get out there. And there is no getting away from it. The issues that a lot of people have are, I don't have time, I don't have much money, uh, and I'm not a tech person. Does it still work for me? Well, let's be brutally honest on this aspect, folks. If you're wanting to create a business, do you think you can do a business? Realistically, do you think you can do a business in five minutes once every couple of months? The answer is no. So Folks, you've got to dedicate some time to this. You've got to be realistic. You've got to be able to invest some of your time. One of the best bits of advice I could give you at this point is to do one of those trackers that, you know, you record what you spend your time on every day. Oh, my goodness. It is frightening how much time you will spend on Netflix or, or you know, I don't know, other stuff that doesn't really do anything much. Uh, in terms of your business, and you are quite happy to accept spending all that time on that. But when it comes to your business, you turn around and the number of people I talk to in the gate, what? I've got to spend more than five minutes every week. Oh, I'm out. Well, folks, grow up, get realistic, get in there and realize, okay, if I'm serious about making money with a business, a business takes commitment. So anyone that says, I haven't got time for it. Well, I'm going to say to you, five years is going to pass anyway. At the end of those five years, do you want to have built something business-wise or do you want to be able to talk to people about how many box sets on Netflix you've watched? 
okay? The time's going to pass anyway. It's how you use your time. This all-in-one software cannot create more time. All it can do is sit there and say, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to dedicate some time to building your business. So let's, let's kick that one. That objection is, I don't have time. Everyone's got time. You know, these... Look at these billionaires uh, and, and what they're doing. They go, how the heck did they do that? Well, they've got some secrets. They've got some nifty secrets. So what do you do? You've only got 24 hours a day. But if you had VAs um, or an assistant or some help or some friends, all of a sudden you get 10 friends. You don't have 24 hours a day. You've got two. Um, yeah, 24 hours a day. If you've got 10 friends, there's 10 of you in a group. You've got 240 hours a day. Now, how much more do you think you can do there? Well, you've scaled it by a factor of 10, haven't you? So if you're on your own, think about, you know, working with other people. If you're thinking, oh gosh, it takes me ages to do anything like that. We'll factor in, okay, it takes me 10 hours to do that. If I went to a coach or someone that helped me and, and they could show me it in one hour, I've just saved 90% of my time that I was going to spend on that. Now, when you look at the habits of rich people, successful people, what they do is they have a mantra which is the complete opposite of people with the wrong mindset. So what they say is, I will spend money to save time, whereas people of different mindset who aren't the millionaires, who aren't the successful people say, I will spend time to save money. Have a look at that equation, folks. Are you wasting time just to save a few dollars? Or should you be saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to commit to this business. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. And do I now spend a bit of money to save a lot of time? Because you've got to think to yourself, which way, which one is going to get me to my end result quickest? And there's other videos. I've even got a video up there which talks about this using a tomato or a pomodoro and using this to accelerate how much you get done and being efficient with your time. So, all right, I've, I've waffled. I've spent too much time talking about time. Let's work on the basis, folks. You do have enough time and you can do this. Okay, so that's not an excuse. You need to get your online business up and running. Time is not an issue. What are the other things that people say? Money. Okay. Have you ever heard of the phrase speculate to accumulate? So, you know, in accrued terms, how much money are you going to win on a horse race if you, you know, put nothing on it? Well, the answer is nothing. So you got to think to yourself, all right, how am I going to make money if I'm not willing to invest any money? It's, it's unlikely that it's going to happen. I'll give you another sort of analogy to this. Could you imagine standing around a fire and, you know, you've got all the wood to one side, you've got a box of matches, you've got the fire pit, yeah, and you stand there and you look at the fire pit, the empty fire pit, you look at the wood alongside, you've got your box of matches, you look at the fire pit and you say, okay, fire, you give me some heat and warmth and light and when you do that, I will put the logs on and use the matches. Well, it's a nonsense, isn't it? 
you know, how the heck is a fire going to get going if you don't put the logs on and use the matches to get it going? It's never going to give you any heat, warmth, you know, and all the rest of it. But people stand there with an empty fire pit with all the wood at the side and they say, give me the heat, show me that you can give me the heat and the warmth and then I'll put the logs on and I'll set fire to it. And that's what we do when it comes to money. People stand there and say, give me everything for free. Give me everything for free. How about how about I leverage all of your knowledge and skills and everything um, and then I start, you know, I, I get some money and then I'll pay you. Folks, it's completely the wrong way around. Completely the wrong way around. And with that mentality, when it comes to money, if you're saying that to other people, you give me your money and then I'll give you something for it. It's the wrong way around. And if people came to you and said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you do everything for me and then I'll pay you in the future? It just doesn't work. There comes a point where you've got to be happy to buy something from someone else to help your business grow so that you can make sales and, th and those people will be happy to buy stuff from you. It's this mentality of I want everything from you for nothing now for free and then I might give you something in the future. No, you need to invest some money into whatever you're doing because that way you are giving out to the world. So you are now a fire that is on fire. You are giving the warmth to people and people are going to go, that's amazing. I'm going to pay you for that warmth uh, and the money starts flowing in. So again, it's a bit of a mind shift. So two objections so far. I don't have any time. Yes, you do. Um, I don't have any money. Yes, you do. And the number of people, uh, I look in the Groove Facebook thing and people say, yeah, I bought Groove. Um, I've uh, now got no money um, and I want everyone in this community to give me the help uh, and grow my business um, for nothing. Folks, there's, there's so much people can help with, you know, and give you a bit of a, you know, a bit of help, a few pointers, a little a boost, a, a kickstart and things like that. But really, do you expect people to build your business for you for nothing? Come on, come on. You, you've got to get realistic. So this is a brutal, I told you it was going to be a brutal episode here. You know, you've got to think to yourself, all right, I spend money on whatever. If I did a, again, just like you've done the time where you spend your time analysis. Look at where you spend your money. Now, could you save $10? And with that $10, could you purchase one hour of somebody else's time to help you? Could you, you know, save $100 a month? And could you invest that in somebody helping you? Could you get yourself onto a coaching program? Could you get into uh, another community? There are lots and lots of ways that you can do it. But for those people that turn around who immediately declare, I've got nothing. What can you give me for nothing? I just think, well, when you get out, if you build anything and you go to the marketplace and you say, Here is, here's all my stuff, please buy it. I would love it if every single one of those customers turned around and said, yeah, I tell you what, why don't you give me it? And then I'll think about paying you in the future. You know, how long is your business going to last if your customers never pay you? So flip that mentality, folks. If you are 
going to do this as a business, you need to be willing to commit some money. You've got to have skin in the game. You've got to put yourself out there and really, you know, give yourself some worries in terms of, um, you know, oh my goodness, this has to work or I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to be out of everything and I'm going to be living on the streets or whatever. You've got to be able to be willing to commit to this. All right, lecture over. But the third thing, the third thing is tech. A lot of people say, hey, I'm not techie. Um, I, th I think we're all selling ourselves short. If we go back 20 years, how many people knew how to operate a smartphone? How many people knew how to get onto the internet? How many people knew how to do video conference calling? How many people knew how to do emails? The answer is very few. How many of us know that skill now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Of course, we can adopt to tech, you know, adapt to tech. Um, we can adopt tech. We can start using tech and we can work out how to do it. It might be difficult to begin with. I, I agree. But we can do it. You can do it. You're already doing it. You're doing it every day. Um, in the, I remember as a kid, the TV, you had a button and you had to press it to change the channel. Now we can do it off our phone on an app or, or with a remote control. It's all just tech. And we've adapted to it. We've grown with it. We've understood it. And those things where we don't understand it, we've now got the ability to ask, you know, online, how do you, mm, how do, you do this? And, and we're finding out all sorts of things. So tech, we are using it every day. You are learning tech every day. So get that one out your head that you're no good at tech. You are. Now, I agree. There's a whole different level of tech, which is kind of what the, I don't know, the back end or under the bonnet or whatever, under the hood. You, you know, you're looking in and you go, right, I know a cart works because I turn the key and things happen and I can set off. But when you lifted the the hood or the bonnet and you looked in at the engine, you went, whoa, do I need to know that? The answer is no, you don't really. What you need to know is how to steer it, how to go forwards, how to go backwards, and how to plug in a destination and get there. So think to yourself, right, okay, do I need to be obsessed with how you code things? Do I need to really understand, you know, all these you know, clever bits and stuff. Do I need to go into the printed circuit board and look at soldering connections or adding in a new microchip? The answer is no, folks, you don't. When you get to your car, you don't open up, you know, the, the hood or the bonnet and you don't go in there and start analyzing and adding cables or wires or pipes or all sorts of things before you set off. You just don't do it. You need to concentrate on saying, I've got the tech right here, this car. I want someone to tell me how to drive it. Okay. And that's what we're talking about here. When people say, I'm scared of tech. Fine. Don't care about that. Imagine tech is what's inside the car. You're not getting into that bit of it. You're getting into the seat with the steering wheel 
and you need to have somebody who sits alongside you who says how to go forwards, how to go backwards, how to go round corners, how to go quicker, slower, how to be safe, how to use it, how to get to your destination. That's what you should be thinking about for tech. All right, don't worry about, oh, I've looked at this piece of code and it had all sorts of symbol. Forget it. Forget it. You don't need to know that unless you're going to be a computer programmer and, and create something. But even then, you don't need to know everything about it. Just know that it works. And just like with a car, when it doesn't work anymore, what do you do? You go to the garage or the mechanic and you say, can you sort it for me? Yeah. So that's what you do with this. If, it, if there's something fundamental has gone wrong with the software, you go back to the help desk, support desk or whatever, and you just say, I can't get this to work anymore. What's happened? And then you get a response and they say, oh, yeah, we were changing a server. Don't worry. Uh, we fixed it. It's there. Bang. Log back in and it should work again. And, and that's what you do. Do you need to know that line 7,328 of code had uh, an incorrect syntax where it had a semicolon instead of a colon? Uh, I don't think so, folks. Your focus should not be on that. Your focus should be on steering your car to the destination. And the destination you want, that we all want, is we want more customers with more sales, more frequently in higher volumes, generating profits so that your business works long term. So where the hell are we <laughs> in this episode? The three biggest objections and use these. Listen, go back, listen to them again. Use these three because these are the three things that people always come to you and say why they can't do it. They haven't got the time, they haven't got the money, they don't understand it or understand why they need it or what goes on the tech side of things, okay? So use those objections and talk people through it and say, hey, you know, a lot of people feel that they don't have the time to do Groove or to build an online business. But what they found was that when they went through uh, our coaching program, our help in our membership, they found that they could, um, you know, they, they felt that they had a bit more confidence in, in terms of doing it. And, and ultimately what they found was they could build a web page quicker than they ever thought possible and they started making sales. Now, what have I just done there? I've, I've kind of done a, I've taken an objection and I've turned it into, actually, people thought it was a, a, an obstacle the size of a mountain. Actually, it's an obstacle the size of a molehill and they've, they've gone past it. What, what are the three words in there? If you go back and have a listen, uh, hopefully I didn't mangle it too much, but it's a system called feel, felt, found. So you can talk to people and say, oh, a lot of people feel they don't have time to do an online business. And they felt that it was way beyond. They felt that you would need far more time than they could ever possibly, um, you know, dedicate to setting up a business. But what they found was using our uh, Groove membership here, the Build membership that we do here at Groove Builders, what they found was that we focus in and make the best use of that time in order to get their business going. So... What are you doing? You're saying that people f uh, feel this way um, and 
they felt that it wasn't for them, it wasn't possible, but what they found using our solution is that they achieved the outcome that they'd always dreamed of. So feel, felt, found, there's another one for you. Um, and you can do this, so these objections, use them with your customers, with your audience, go back out to them and uh, you know overcome those objections because people often like what it is, they see how it works, they know why they need it, but the objections stop them from taking action. And I guess this podcast episode is, is kind of uh, spiraling off into something else. Uh, but what I wanted to do is, before we get into the weeds with Groove and the pros and cons, I wanted to talk to you about why people might not ever sign up to a free Groove account. They might not ever take the next step. They might not ever join your coaching program or your membership like we've got. You know, why is it people see the benefits, but they don't do it? And it's these objections. So we're trying to overcome them. Yeah. Now, let's get back to Groove. In here, I'm going to go through some of the pros and some of the cons. And as I say, in the next episode of the podcast, we've got David Lemon, where I'm asking, you know, some of these cons, some of these problems with Groove, what's happening with them? He's fantastically frank and open and I think you'll love it because it is just so encouraging um, what they're doing and what's coming our way. But let's go into the pros and cons of some of the things with, with Groove. So the first one, it's an all-in-one solution. Pro number one, everything is in one place, one login. You know, I love it. So you get access to all these tools. You don't have to juggle, integrate, use Zaps or Zapier and all these other things and integrations and um, stuff. So for those of you that were worried about the tech, yeah, we've, we've, we've got rid of those bits. You know, we're back to steering the car again rather than if you buy lots of different software, I think you're under the hood looking at the car. You're under the bonnet seeing how it works because you try to join all the pipes. So an all-in-one, I think, Again, just gets rid of any objections on that thing. One login, they're all there. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, just on here, as I'm going to jump in and just show you the dashboard. For those of you that are on YouTube, but never seen it, here's the dashboard. So I've just jumped into the dashboard. And what you can see across the top there, quick links. Uh, if I go up and just hover over the sort of pink G in the top left-hand corner, you get the drop-down. And what you can see is all the apps. So we've got the group pages, funnels, uh, the sell, so how to set up your digital products, the mail, Groove member, so your membership side of things, uh, videos, so you can store videos in here, uh, blogs, how you can create those, e-commerce sites, the webinars, the evergreen webinars you can record and use uh, up there. This is the dashboard that you're going to see. And you can see there's so much in it, isn't there? There is a huge amount in it. It is absolutely fantastic. And the fact that there's one login and it's all there is great. But let's jump out of here and back to the podcast. Number two, as a result of that, instead of having, say, 10 subscriptions, you've only got one. Now, logic would say that that that's bound to be cheaper. Well, it is. And another benefit of Groove is the fact that you can access a light version of all these, um, you know, tools within a Groove. 
you can log in for a free account. And I will put on uh, here, don't forget, a link to my affiliate link to get your free accounts. If you haven't got a free account, I'm just going to put it up on screen right now. There it is, uh, www.bit.ly forward slash Nigel Groove. You can get in there, get your free account um, and join us. And then all the training that we do and all the uh, info in the membership is geared up to using that software because I'm going to, let's just get rid of that off the screen a second. Um, you know, one of the other pros of it is if you go to someone and say, okay, talk me through how we get the best out of this software, how we do things, et cetera, et cetera, then you can follow along because you're all using the, so the same software. I've been to, and I've done coaching where I've said, okay, what we need to do is set up our email. And I've had sort of 15 people, 20 people, five people, whatever it is. And I guarantee, guarantee everyone is using different software. Which means that when I say, oh, okay, log in here and click there, people, you know, hands up, well, mine doesn't have it. You know, where's mine? Oh, it's not called that on mine. How do I do it on this? And what you do is you cannot coach a group of people using different bits of software on, on different platforms with different computers and all the rest of it because everything's different. And the whole thing grinds to a halt and the coaching becomes very, very slow, laborious, boring for people that have done it on their version because their version works, the other version doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that everything is in one means that when you go to a coach for that software, you know, they're, they're showing you on screen, you're clicking, you're following it, you can see it on your computer and you go, all oh, right, perfect. It's so much easier than someone just telling you, oh, well, an email autoresponder, what you want to do is do it like this, the theory. Instead, what people want are step-by-step -step instructions. And when you are coaching people and everyone's using the same software like Groove, that coaching gets faster, faster, faster. And the benefit to you is that means you get on to the point of being able to sell and, and generate revenue, money, income, profits quicker, quicker, quicker. Okay, so there you go. There's another one. So the cost, uh, let's just stick that back up on here. So yeah, go get your free account there. The cost is basically zero. <laughs> and there's no seven day trial, no 14 day trial. Get in, use it. bit.ly forward slash Nigel Groove. N I G E L G R O O V E. All right, cool. So there's another great benefit, another great pro for this. The other thing is obviously the features in there, huge range of features. In fact, it's almost a con because, um, you know, it, it's it's a negative point because you've got such a big choice. If you're not careful, you get so distracted with everything you can do that you never actually kind of do it, <laughs> which sounds a bit counterintuitive. But when we are faced with so many things, often human beings can't make a choice. So one of the beauties of, of, of coming through our membership is we say, right, we're going to ignore 90% of it. We're going to focus on this bit. So we're going to focus on getting you a website up, first of all. Yeah, don't worry about a webinar and don't, you know, but, you know, it's all there. The features are incredible. 
you can build yourself a website, you can do all these things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on the flip side to that, you need to be disciplined. You need to have someone guiding you to say, no, 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 we're building this bit, first of all. Imagine you're building a tower block. Yeah, a big block of apartments, big high-rise skyscraper, okay? And you know what the end thing is. You know, if, if that was the Groove skyscraper, you've got webinars on the 35th floor, you've got e-commerce on the 12th floor, you've got emails on the 4th floor, uh, you've got a web page uh, as, as your foundation. Where do you build the building? Where do you start? You start the foundations, don't you? So that's your web page. So that's where you should start. What do people do? They want to go straight to the webinar, 32nd floor or whatever I said. Well, how do you build a skyscraper starting at the 32nd floor? The answer is you don't. You can't. <laughs> Unless you can make uh, <laughs> sort of a building levitate or float, you can't do it. And and this is what you've got to try and do. You, you want to work with someone who says, no, 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 come on, let's get the foundations done. Then when we've done that, opt-in is the ground floor. Then as we do this, you know, and you do that for a couple of floors, then you've got the emails, and then you can start emailing people, and then you can start putting offers together. So you do groove sell, and you build your skyscraper in a logical manner and the pro for groove is it's all all the tools are there the con with any all-in-one software is everyone wants to go all over the place and build a skyscraper could completely out of sequence it's it don't work so it's a kind of double-edged sword is that one but there's so many features in there there's so many things you've got to be a grateful and be logical, sensible and disciplined in terms of implementing it. Okay, so if you're not a person who is kind of, you know, you can stay on the path, uh, <laughs> you want to go, oh, squirrel, you know, and you're off, then, okay, you need the help of someone. And uh, let me just, I'll stick it up here. If you, if you want to jump in uh, and find out more about it, I'm going to put it up. Yeah, if you're one of those people that needs a bit of help, I'm going to stick up here, groove.builders forward slash build. Jump in. It's $1 for 30 days to get into the membership uh, and try that membership out. Uh, then it renews. Details are on there, groove.builders forward slash build. But we will help you stay on that path, okay? And when you go, ooh, squirrel, we'll say, yes, that's a squirrel. Okay, back to it. All right. So if that's you, if you need help staying on the track, uh, we'll help you with that. So that's there. Um, you know, jump in, have a look. It's up to you. We'd love to see you in there, though. All right. Next thing, you know, the, the user experience for any of these all-in-one softwares. Think of it like this. Is it going to be the most specialized, detailed and thorough um, sort of user experience compared to an individual element where one app is one piece of software? The answer is probably no. Look, this is a generalist approach. The user experience is going to have a generalist uh, dashboard. It's going to give you the ability to go in and do things. A specialist piece of software, for argument's sake, only doing uh, emails 
is probably going to be far more detailed, far more, you know, analytics elements in there and all the rest of it. And I'd say, I think sometimes if you did that again, you're going to get overwhelmed. If you had 10 bits of software all with huge amounts of analytics and you're not quite sure what's going on, you're going to get overwhelmed. So I think the user experience in Groove as an all-in-one is much better, especially for anyone starting out because you see a summary dashboard of what's going on. You see things in a limited amount, not too much detail, but enough detail to know what's going on. And I think that user experience is great. I think the user experience is very useful. Is it perfect? No. Can there be lots of things to be improved upon? Yes. And again, tune into the podcast episode with David Lemon coming up. I think it's episode number 14. It will be. Um, because he's talking about that as well. And he's explaining what's going on, how things are going to get developed, what's coming down the down the track for us. And he's addressing some of the issues that people have raised, saying, mm, don't like the user experience here, love this. Why can't you do that user experience there? So, you know, it's when, when it comes to creating a, a website, yeah, it, you know, the user experience is, is pretty good. It's not perfect, and I'm going to put it in as a as a con as well, because um, whilst it is drag and drop, and it it is this uh, quite simple approach, and you can bring in blocks of a website and just put in great big chunks, and then just edit it for your photo and your copy. There are lots of other things that that screw it up and make it a bit ugh, a bit annoying. So I love it. I hate it at times, okay? And we've done quite a bit of work explaining to people, okay, I know your frustration. I know what's going wrong. And this is what you should do to follow the steps to avoid that frustration. Get it right. Get it out there and all the rest of it. So I like it. I don't like it when it comes to the user experience, all right? The next one that I'm going to talk to you about is for any software's customer support. And again, um, I love it and I hate it. <laughs> so there you go. I told you I'd, I'd be pretty honest about this. Um, I, I challenge anyone to find customer support where every single time it is a wonderful experience. Typically, the only times that you might find that are top-end luxury brands where the experience is, you know, being paid for, Okay. Imagine you're paying, you know, a dollar for something compared to a million dollars. What would your expectation be on the customer service? Well, I can tell you right now, you would expect the customer service to be, you know, for a million dollar item, pretty damn good, wouldn't you? That doesn't mean to say that a company can get away with terrible customer support, customer service, if you're only paying a dollar. There should be a minimum level. And I think at times Groove far exceeds it and at times is woefully short of it. And Groove are well aware of this. And I think it's just like any other software. At times when they launch a new app or they do a new upgrade, their customer support is going to get overwhelmed. Um, when it's something that they don't like, then you tend to get the brush off. Um, and if it's something that they find easy, then the customer support can be brilliant. 
can it be improved? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can customer support be improved for just about every company you ever deal with? Absolutely. So don't feel um, that it, it should be a deal breaker. You should always get support ultimately. Now, this is where communities often help. And what you'll see in the Facebook group for Groove, Facebook group, uh, is a lot of people sort of going, look, I can't get an answer to this. What's going on? And often you'll get a quicker answer in that group because what's good about the group is you've got experts in there giving answers. Um, experts within Groove often jump in and give an answer because sometimes when somebody raises it to customer support, you only get one person, you know, only one person gets the answer. Put it through the Facebook group and, you know, a lot of people see the post uh, and, and what have you, that dissemination of information is much wider, much broader, much better for the whole community. So I would say on there, there's, you'll see lots of companies do it, one-to-one -one support, ticketed support, but also they'll say, oh, jump into the frequently asked questions or jump into the community um, or here's, here's something that might give you the answer. So one of the reasons that us here at Groove Builders do this podcast is in the future when people sort of go, oh, how do you do email setups with DKIM, um, you know, and all the, all the setups for that, the, the, the little bit of sort of deliverability elements, we can say, oh, go watch this episode. And in that episode, there's a link to the YouTube explainer video where we show you how to set it up. So that's kind of why we do it. We're building out resources for people to enjoy, listen to and go, mm, yeah, I like that. But also we're using it for future reference where we can send people back into listening to an episode or the resources mentioned in it or the links to other things from it. And that way you can respond in customer service, customer support really quickly and give people the right answer. Okay, so customer customer support for Groove. Ooh, if you rated it, I would rate it 9 out of 10 for some things and 1 out of 10 for other things. And Groove, you know what those things are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the flip side, which are the negatives. So in this pros and cons, uh, you look at the um, the negative side of things. What What isn't so great about Groove? And listen to the next episode with David Lemon. You'll find out what's coming, which will hopefully address quite a lot of these uh, things at the moment. So number one is probably the integrations. I know a lot of people, um, I talk about the tech and, and saying, oh, for goodness sake, don't get hung up on tech. Keep it simple. But for a lot of people, they love linking APIs and, and integrating it with other software. And they want to do this and they want to integrate it with this thing or that thing and all the rest of it. And, and maybe at the moment, Groove doesn't have that integration. A lot of people think that that's really bad. Um, I would say for anyone starting out in a business, there is so much that you can work on to build your business that that is so far down the line, these, these integrations. It is so, you know, such a small element of your business that if you start getting stuck on that right now, I guarantee that the people who are getting hung up on that are not building the obvious bits of their business. And it's only when your business is singing and dancing and turning over thousands or millions a year uh, that you should be worried about 
integrations and stuff. For most people, forget it. I know a lot of people get hung up on it. But again, I'm just going to give you an example here. I have sat down with people face-to-face coaching. And we've set a list of things that they have to do over the next month. Essential things. Opt-ins, emails, offers, the ability to connect your credit card so you can take payment. And you come back a month later and you sat down with them and you said, okay, where are we at? And what would they be doing? They'd be saying, well, I'm still trying to design my logo. I'm talking to a solicitor about protecting all my my business assets uh, because, uh, you know, I'm scared I'm going to lose everything. And I said, right, okay. These are kind of integrations or other things. These are distractions. What have you done that actually brings traffic to an offer with the ability for people to buy and give you money? They pause, they look at you and they go, well, I'll get to that as soon as I've designed my logo or thought of my company name or gone down a patent for something that is just not patentable um, or copywriting or trademarking. And they just go, you, you, why, are you spending, why are you going down this route when you haven't made a sale yet, when you haven't got a customer, when you haven't even built your product? What are you doing? And I think... Some of the cons that people talk about Groove, these are such tiny aspects of your online business. They are almost irrelevant. And if you've heard of the Pareto equation, 80-20 rule, that sort of thing, I think, you know, people should be focused on the bit of their business that's going to generate sales. And quite honestly, integrations? Is that going to generate sales? No, because there's enough in Groove to get you going to do what you want to do for years before you need to integrate with other things. Okay, get in there, make a product, have a landing page, allow people to buy that product from that landing page and uh, connect it you know, the credit card to it on the checkout so you can get money into your account. Folks, it's not rocket science. Do not get distracted with all of this nonsense, okay? You look at limited integrations and how you can overcome those when you are making $100,000 a month because that might take you to $200,000 a month. But if you are making $0 a month, forget it, all right? So yes, people always talk about it, but I think it's a distraction. I think it's a red herring. I think it's, you know... It, it's something that isn't an issue. It's not a problem for your business. It's not a problem for using Groove. A problem for using Groove is you not even starting using Groove. Think of that skyscraper. Have you built your web page? Have you got your opt-in? Have you got your emails? Have you got your product? Have you connected your credit card? Have you got traffic coming in? Have you made a sale? And I don't mean to your best mate or your friends, your other friends and family. I mean to somebody who you've never met before. Have you done that? Okay, if you've done that and you're doing it successfully and people are buying, okay, now we can have a look at limited integrations. Yeah? So be careful, folks. Be careful of focusing on the negatives and missing all the amazing things that you should be working on. Let's move on to others, though. Other things that people say, "Mm, don't like Groove because of... 
One of them is the learning curve. Now, I'm going to say to you, if you were a, a, a child, if you can remember, if you got a pair of shoes with laces and your mom or your dad or whoever gave you these shoes and said, right, okay, put these shoes on. And you looked at it and you went, well, these are really loose. This, this is rubbish. How the heck do these work? And they bend down and they say, oh, well, this is how you tie your shoelaces. And they go, duh, 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 duh. And you go, hey, that's that shoe's all right. That works. That's pretty good. Well, then they say, okay. And they pull the laces, undo it again, and say, right, you have a go tying that shoelace. Well, how many of us did it first time, if you can remember? How many of us still struggle with it now? Yeah, it's not easy, is it? There's a learning curve and it takes you a number of times to get going with it. Now, whenever somebody says, ooh, there's a learning curve on Groove or there's a learning curve on this and they say it really badly, you've got to say, okay, relatively speaking, how big is this learning curve? How difficult is this learning curve? And realistically, are there ways of making that learning curve easier? Because let's face it, there is a learning curve to everything. There was a learning curve to tying your shoelaces. There's a learning curve to running a business. And there's a learning curve to using software to get your business online. The secret is, secret to any learning curve is, has anyone done this before? Could they help me? Or am I stuck having to go through everything to try and work it out? So if somebody just gave you a pair of shoes with laces, I guarantee that you would somehow cobble it together and, and kind of knot it somehow, but it wouldn't be a nice shoelace bow sort of knot, would it? it you wouldn't have tied it nicely. So the learning curve would be, it's taken me ages and I've ended up with something that's horrible. The secret to this and any learning curve is, has someone gone before me? Can I access their knowledge and can they show me how to do it quicker, better, you know, and with a better outcome than I would ever have done if I'd been left to my own devices? And the answer is quite simply, every software has a learning curve. Groove has one. Because there's so many different applications in there, you've got a learning curve for each one. The secret is to leverage other people's knowledge. That's all it is. There's always a learning curve. If people sort of go, oh, the learning curve for Groove, oh. Well, if you went and asked someone who'd never been taught how to tie shoelaces, what's the learning curve for tying shoelaces? Oh, my goodness, it's a nightmare. And you end up with this, and it never happens the same. When I take them off, I can't even undo it, um, those shoes. And when I put them back on, it, it doesn't look the same second time around. What the hell? You know, it's rubbish. Talk to that person. The learning curve's a nightmare. It puts you off lace-up shoes. Talk to someone who doesn't say, oh, well, yeah, you kind of, you have these bits and, okay, these are the steps that I did. You take this one in this hand, this one in this hand. You do that first. Then you do that. You, t you do it like that. Get it kind of ready. And then you do a bit of this, a bit of that. And before you know it, You've done it. And once you've done it once, what I found is the second time I got better at it, third time it looked even neater, and a fourth time it was better. And now, hey, I don't even think about it. 
And it was the same with Groove. When I did my first, you know, I got a domain name and I had to link it and I had to change server names and I, I had to publish a, a website. Yeah, that took me a bit of a while, but I followed this guy um, and, and they taught me and they said, do this step, then that. And I that's what I did. First time it was a bit slow. Second time I did it when I created a new web page for a friend. Do you know I was a bit quicker? And then third time when I did it for a customer and then, you know, hey, I can now do it in about 20 minutes and I've done hundreds for clients all over the world. And all I do is I follow the same process. That learning curve, wow, that learning curve, it took you ages and you didn't get very far to begin with, but that, woo, it, you know, hang on, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll do it the other way, I think. Um, no, that way. <laughs> there you go. I'm moving my finger here, folks. It, you know, the, the time it takes to do something drops rapidly. You do it so much quicker, so much better, you're forever improving and all the rest of it. And it depends who you talk to. Learning curve. Yes, there's a learning curve. Do you want that learning curve to be painful and awful and terrible? Well, you know, follow random bits of adv advice without ever sort of practicing. Or do you want to get good at something quicker and quicker? Well, go get some decent advice, follow the steps and repeat it and you will improve. You will improve and the learning curve is not difficult. Yes, it can be tricky in the first instance, but that's the same for anything. But once you get your head around it, once you practice it, once you follow the steps that someone was showing you, boom, there you go. It's not an issue. So be careful who you listen to when they say, oh, the learning curve is terrible. Talk to someone who's actually using it and say, what's the learning curve? Yeah, in the beginning, it was pretty tough. But, you know, that was because I, I didn't have anyone to show me how to do it. We were all learning it at that point. Now I'm at the point where I've got a nice system. It works. Um, here, I'll share the system with you. Um, boom. Learning curve is not a drawback. It's not a negative. It's a necessary and it's quicker and faster and better uh, than uh, it ever was for the people who went before me. Fantastic. So there you go. Um, final one here when we're talking about Groove is, um, okay, design flexibility. Uh, I was doing a, a live coaching live Q&A, and we were looking at the blog app within Groove, just as an example, and we wanted to change kind of the layout, the colors, the headings, the size, the structure, yeah, and it's it's pretty basic, okay? And we were going down it saying, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we could do this and, and stuff? And well, you know, again, listen to that podcast episode with David Lemon, he'll, he'll tell you what's coming down the line. But as we were going down this conversation and people saying, oh, limited design flexibility, oh, I wanted it to be this or look amazing and I'd like to be able to change that, tweak that. And after a while, I just said, hold on, hold on. We've gone down the rabbit hole, folks. We've fallen into the trap. And I said, we're looking at all these little tweaks you know, oh, I wanted the font to be sans serif instead of serif, or I wanted it to be bigger here and smaller there, and I wanted wraparound text around a picture. I said, we've fallen into the trap. We've fallen into the trap here, folks. Limited design flexibility, and now we're into this, oh, why doesn't it do this? Why didn't it do that? Hold on. Let's backtrack. What's the point of a blog? 
the blog is where we take, we do some research, we take keywords that people are searching for, long keyword um, sentences, we're, we're looking at problems people have, and we're building a blog where we give a solution to people. And the reason people read a blog is, okay, maybe initially because it looks great, but if you've got a great headline grabber that makes people read the subheadline, and the subheadline is great content that makes people read the first paragraph. And that first paragraph is so good, it makes people read the next paragraph and the next and the next. And the conclusion with a call to action is so compelling that people click on it. Then that is what we should be focusing on. Whether it's purple or pink, blue or yellow, that's something else. The key fundamental, and this is what people get, you know, they say, oh, groove, limited design, isn't it? They say, yeah, but if your content is compelling, people will put up with it looking a bit wonky, not particularly brilliant, if your content is compelling. If the offer is irresistible, if the call to action is so strong that people want to do it anyway, all those little design bits can come later. There are many people who have put out there, and we see them, don't we? We see them. We, we click on a link, it goes to a web page and you go, my goodness me, this web page is awful. It's old style, it's retro, it's from the 90s, it's, you know, these big, bold things and there's, you know, that enormous button in the middle saying buy. I mean, goodness me, you know, I can't believe they haven't upgraded this or made it look beautiful and change the design and the fonts and all the rest of it. There's a reason. There's a reason, folks. It's because the headline made you click on the button that took you to that page and that big buy button surrounded by the copy or whatever it is, is compelling. It's because it works and people are buying. Okay, so if you look on the internet, if you go to Facebook ad library or you use some of these tools that look at some of the adverts that people are still putting out there, you go, God, that looks awful. The colors are terrible. The image is wrong. You know, ah, but what the person who did it has found is that that converts, that makes sales, that generates money. And all those people who've got hung up on design are still in the, still in their, you know, at their, their desk, in their bedroom, in their sitting room, in their dining room, on the breakfast table, whatever it is, and they're making it look like a Picasso or a Rembrandt or something. They're, they're obsessed with the design. Oh, isn't this amazing? Isn't this amazing? But what the real people have done, the real business people, is they've gone out, they've tried something, they've tested it. They've tweaked the color. It was purple. I've tried it to yellow. Oh, yellow you get more people clicking it. Well, I'll stick with yellow. I'll try blue. No, yellow's still the best. Right, I'll stick with yellow. This headline, well, it's getting quite a lot of traffic and the conversion rate's pretty good. If I change one word, does that does that look better? It says, oh, conversion's gone up. That's what they're testing. They're not testing whether the font size is 23 or 24. Does it look aesthetically pleasing? They're doing stuff that works. So when people say, Groove, oh, it's got some of the bits like the blog, it's limited design. And we got into the conversation. As I say, we're on the live Q&A. We've got one of uh, the members. We were talking about it. And one of the best things that, you know, things that we love doing 
is on those live Q&As is uh, Curtis, one of the team, he's really good. He logs in, he takes control uh, sometimes of, of someone, they share their screen. He he takes control, he goes in and says, well, if we go to this bit and click this and do that, then voila, it works sort of thing. And we had a couple of those aha moments where they went, oh, right, hang on, go into this bit, hit the toggle, that publishes it, now it'll appear on your blog. It was like, aha, brilliant. I've been struggling for ages to find out how you do that. But let's get into the design. Oh, I want to design this. I want to design that. And we would all, we all got drawn into it, all got suckered into the, the bear trap of design flexibility when we hadn't actually considered whether the content was brilliant. The headline was a grabber. Is it going to convert people? And that, folks, is what you should be focused on. So when people talk about, okay, you've got limited integrations, there's more than enough in Groove already, you know, before you need to worry about integrating anything else. Make sure you've nailed what Groove's got already and you're selling stuff. People talk about, oh, the learning curve's really hard. Well, listen to someone who's better at coaching or teaching you <laughs> because people are using Groove. People are making it work. Um, people are getting fantastic success with it. So maybe you're just talking, when someone says, oh, the learning curve's too hard, it's too long, it's too tough. Ooh. Maybe you're just talking to the wrong people. Ask someone else. And then when you say limited design flexibility and those things and some of the apps don't quite work and they're a bit clunky and all the rest of it. Folks, the fundamentals of Groove work. The ability to make sales using Groove as software works. If it's not working for you, it's not Groove. It's something else. And that's when you need to talk to people and say, all right, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on. Flipping heck. What's going wrong? Can you help me out? You go, yeah, look, you're trying to sell rubbish <laughs> with no, you, you know, you're trying to sell something that doesn't solve a problem. And even if it did, is a problem that no one has. Sell something else. Okay, so sometimes people are very quick to blame a software and I don't care what software it is when actually the problem, the bigger problem, the more fundamental problem is the fact that you don't have an irresistible offer for a product that solves a very, you know, annoying problem to the right people who want that problem solved for them. So when you're in conclusion for all of this, all right, for this podcast episode, quite a long one. It's been a bit of a business coaching. Uh, we've had some great points. Don't forget the feel, felt, found, for, uh, overcoming objections. But when you look at it, you sort of go, right, oh, pe okay, people sort of say, I don't have time, uh, I don't have the money, and I don't know tech. Rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Yes, 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 you do, and you should be going ahead with it. Uh, of all those objections... Do the feel. How do you feel at the moment about it? Um, and have a look and see what other people felt. And then have a look and see what other people found if they did the right things. And that will help you overcome the money, the time, the tech issues and any other objections as well. Find the people that have done it, overcome it and model those or ask for their help or get involved with, with them. Okay, whether it's coaching, training courses, whatever it is. Use that 
is your incentive for doing it. But then when you look at um, Groove, people say, oh, it's brilliant, it's terrible. Who do you believe? Well, the, the chances are they're probably both right and both wrong. And it's up to you to sort of go, right, well, I need something. I've got to have some sort of software to get my business online, be able to put my offer out there, have traffic come to it. People click on a checkout, use their credit cards and pay me. I've got to use some sort of software. So why not? Why not? Instead of, and here's a thing, I've met people who after six months are still researching which is the best software to, to use. And they haven't even got going with any of them yet. I just say, look, there comes a point where you're going to have to pick one to start with. And I'd say pick Groove. Go there. There's the link on there, bit.ly forward slash Nigel Groove. Get your free account. Get in there. Start using it. Okay. The reason that I say it's really useful to get on and do uh, start using Groove is because, you know, you've stopped getting distracted with comparing. No software is perfect, okay? Nothing's perfect. Groove isn't perfect. All the others aren't perfect. They all have pros and cons, but start with one of them. And and the reason that we say go with Groove is because we can then help you. We can then show you how to do things, make it faster. Your learning curve, you know, we can make that shorter, quicker, you know, and help you faster convert your ideas into a business and revenue. So we're sort of looking at and saying, okay, we need the software. Let's get one. This is free. Fantastic. So I'm not even committing to, you know, if you do have the money issue, you're doing this for free at the moment and you can get in and start doing it. Given that you need software, go for Groove. We've, I've tried loads of software, all sorts of things from other all-in-ones uh, that were very early on um, that, that, that aren't getting the development, the traction, and, and kind of fell by the wayside. I've used specialist ones, and the integration is a nightmare. Pick one, go with it. In the future, when you're generating hundreds of thousands a month, then you can pick other software and replicate it and, and do some split testing. And, and uh, you know, if you want to change out a groove, fine. But it's a great one to get going with. So, Get your Groove account, get in there, start looking at, uh, you know, what we've done, how we can help people so that you can get your journey going quicker. Uh, what else have we said? Well, look, you've, it's, you know, the free account is free, you know, and it will remain free. So there's no seven days to try and learn, you know, everything um, before you have to pay. You've got plenty of time to do it. There's loads of features in there. Don't start thinking about other things. Don't look for shiny pennies. Just concentrate on what's in there at the moment, making the best use of it. The user experience, um, again, depending on who's guiding you or whether you're trying to do it all by yourself, you'll probably love it or hate it. And what I would say is those people that work with coaches or training or people like us, they tend to love it an awful lot more than those who try to do it all by themselves. Uh, they get very frustrated and, you know, it, it's it's up to you. The user experience tends to come down as to how you're using it, all right? And then customer support, Groove's customer support can be amazing and it can be awful. And that's all I want to say about that. 
But then, you know, people say the drawbacks, okay, limited integrations, forget integrations. You've got so much there already. If you get to the point of running out of things that Groove does and you need to integrate things, then your business should be making at least ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month, in my opinion. So don't get put off by people saying it's got limited integrations. Similarly, don't get put off by people say the learning curve is a nightmare. They're simply people who don't know how to do it because the learning curve can be so much quicker if you go with people who know what they're talking about. And if you want to go with us, go to groove.build forward slash build and you can get 30 days in our membership for just a dollar. No long-term contracts or anything like that. If you want to stop after 30 days, not a problem. Um, and then other people who say limited design flexibility. No, get your content, get your offer being irresistible, get your copy correct, get your, you know, your photo or image. Make sure that is kind of appropriate, you know, but the compelling headline, the compelling call to action, the compelling content, that's what you should be focused on. You can do the design flexible, you know, creativity bit later. Groove has an enormous amount of design flexibility in there, but not every app within Groove has the same flexibility. So some people, because they've created some fantastic web pages, when they get to the blog, they go, oh, the blog's awful. This is terrible. I'm going to throw Groove out the window. Forget it. Write a blog that is fantastic content, folks. That's what you should be doing. Forget. Forget what it is. I mean, you think of a, a an amazing web page compared to a a, new, a physical newspaper, which looks better? The amazing web page, isn't it? But people still buy newspapers because they like the content and they will put up with that format because they love the content. So concentrate on your content, folks. Concentrate on the call to action. Concentrate on setting up a product that you can sell, that you can generate money. And there we go. All right. But if you're the sort of person who says, okay, I've got the free account, but I really want to get the most out of it. I really want that learning curve to be as flat and as quick as possible. I really want to stop getting distracted. I want to be kept on track. I want to be able to convert what's in my head into a, a you know, an offer, irresistible offer that targets people. I want to write a blog which compels people to come visit my website. I want the call to action to be, you know, really clear. Um, then you need to just go to groove.builders forward slash build. Look at jumping into the membership. The membership has whole load of training that's in there. Every month we add training content. We deliver extra stuff. We have live Q&As where you can come on and say, look, I'm struggling with this. How do I do that? You know, and we try and solve those problems for you. Some More often than not, we can solve it right there and then. Um, we talk about some of the issues, some of the latest things, some of the things that are going on in the world, the business world. Um, and all that means is you can unlock the full potential and achieve your online business goals and, and outcomes much faster. So I'd say sign up for your free account, get yourself in, try 30 days on the build membership there for just $1. And, you know, let's take those steps to a achieving your business dreams. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, folks. 
Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tune in. Well, hit subscribe, get the notifications and all the rest of it uh, so that you can tune in where I'm talking to David Lemon, who is one of the big cheeses at Groove. And he's just pulling back the curtain and telling you, telling you, me and everyone else what is going on at Groove and how I think it's at the end of it, you're going to go, oh my goodness, I wasn't too sure about Groove. I certainly am now. That is amazing. I'm all in because we're all in and we hope you join us there. But my name's Nigel T-Best. Thank you so much for listening to the BYOB Using Groove podcast. I'll see you next time. Until then, take care.